I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. No one said that becoming a successful author would be easy. I think we all know it takes hard work, determination, faith, and grit, the qualities that are necessary for us to achieve any goal. But what if English isn't your first language? Is it still possible for you to achieve your dream of being a global author? Well, that's why I'm so excited to have with me today, Crystal Owu, because she's a living example of what is possible when you persist, even when the odds seem stacked against you. Every great author has to overcome hurdles, and English not being your first language is no exception. But yet, Crystal is doing it, and later this year, you will get a chance to read her labor of love. So I want you to tune in and take all of the lessons away from this episode. And when you walk away, I want you to be reminded to not let anything stand in your way. Keep writing and pushing yourself with God's help to become the best writer that you can be. You never know who you can impact with God's help. Enjoy. All right, Crystal, welcome to Publishing Secrets. I have been looking forward to this conversation. We've been working together for a while. I have seen how God has moved in your life. And I just believe that our listening audience is going to be blessed by our conversation. So thank you for making time to be with us today. Okay, thank you, Coach Tom. I'm, I'm honored to be part of this and I've been looking forward to it as well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, Crystal, uh, we connected because you uh, were a part of the Christian Authors and still are a part of the Christian Authors Network community. And I, one of the things that I noticed about you right away is that you jumped in. We were doing a challenge uh, to help authors get their message out. And you jumped in with everything that you had and, and really soaked up everything. And what I love about you is that you actually took what you learned and you put it to use. When I see something like that, what that tells me is that this person is, is, is very motivated. There is, there is something that is on their heart that they want to, to accomplish with God's help. So I'd love it if we could start there for you um, so that our listening audience knows um, who you are and what you're about. So talk to us about what inspired your mission as an author. Well, um, about being an author, for me, what I would say as a funny thing is that I never thought I would be an author because I didn't like writing. I, I loved reading. I've been reading since I was very little. Um, so I read a lot. I was always reading, but writing, I really didn't like it before. Um, so the time I started 
realizing, well, this is actually where God wants me to be, I, I was amazed because it's not in line what I had been doing before. Um, uh, so it came after I got born again. At age 25, I got born again before I was an atheist. Um, so I, I love the word of God. So me learning, getting to know God is by reading and reading is reading his written words. Uh, then by and by, I started getting involved in church ministry. And that was especially, I think, six, seven years ago, where I'm more involved in the ladies ministry in my church. I'm one of the founding members uh, where I started preparing um, a topic about overcoming inferiority complex to for specialized, um, specifically focus on women, uh, where I use the Bible to encourage them. So I did it in a very encouraging way, but I realized in preparing my speech, I love the writing far more than the speech, though I've reached my audience, but it's actually there where I realized that I love digging in God's words and putting um, an explanation in it. And I'm somebody who, who I don't write stories, but I'm more like a teacher writer, I would say. So I teach from A, B, C, point one, two, three. Um, so I started first in my church with preparing more speeches, uh, more speaking in more uh, occasions. And it's actually that very first speech, which um, I think two years later, I turned into the basis of my manuscript of uh, one of my books um, I actually wrote, but is not yet published. So it's actually that first, like a five pages, uh, speech notes, uh, which have turned into a book. Wow. Now, I, I don't want our listening audience to, to miss that because there are so many nuggets in what you shared in your journey. First of all, you didn't see uh, being a writer as a part of your no. future. And that's often the case with God. He, he calls us to something that we had no idea would happen. It's, it's not anywhere on our radar, but, but he did tap into something that you really loved, which is teaching. So as you were uh, using your gifts and your talents to teach, you recognize, wait, I have this gift. That's what I heard of being able to break things down into logical steps because it, it is a gift to be able to do that, right? And so now you realize, oh, wow, I can take this speech that I prepared. I can break it down into these logical steps and then God can show me how to use that speech and turn it into a book. So I yes, pray that that's a blessing for somebody that's listening because the book that you, uh, maybe you know that God is calling you to write, but you don't even know how it's going to get done. You never know what God can use. So maybe there's been a speech that you've given or something that you've shared in Bible study. Be willing and be open to seeking God about how he might use something that you either have already done or that you're working on to be able to impact more people with a book. That's so powerful, Crystal. Thank you for sharing that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Just you. never know. You just never know what God is going to do. And he's using the things that are already in you to make exactly. impact. Exactly. And that's what I love about God. And that's what I love about ministry. Um, I'm a bit involved in life coaching. That's what I love about coaching. But of course, coaching is not teaching somebody. It's drawing out what God has already placed in, in the person. And, and that is actually, it has always been my ministry that I know God has placed something in every person, but most of us don't see it. So mm -hmm. it takes a little to draw it out. Um, and then the next thing is to live it out. Um, so that is actually basically my mission in my writing, uh, in my blog, in the way I relate with people in my ministry in church, but also in the working place, also with non-Christians. 
I love that. So you've got to draw it out of people because they may not see the potential that they have in them and then uh, empowering them to actually be able to live out what you feel. Yeah, exactly. I I love that. So those of you that are listening that may be thinking, well, I'm not sure about this coaching thing, right? I'm not sure if if I really want to be a coach. What what Crystal has described is is a perfect, as a person that has uh, led in coach for over 20 years, it's a perfect description of what coaching really is. It's just looking for the best in people and helping them to see it and then helping them to actually take the steps that they need to take in order to see that potential realized. So if you have a heart and a passion for people uh, learning and growing and, and stepping into all that God wants them to be, then coaching may be for you. So Crystal, you mentioned that, hey, God took this speech that you gave, that you gave, and he's turning it into a book. And that's going to be coming out soon. Talk to us about what the journey was like. Once you realized that this speech could become a book, was it smooth sailing for you from taking that and converting it to a book? Or has there been some challenges and, 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 and detours along the way? Um, there have been many challenges and discouragements. Sometimes I would always, always almost want to give up. Um, but like in the beginning, you described me. I was actually laughing to them. You said how you observed me in um, last year, uh, the one month. Uh, that's how I am. Even if I, I think I don't know how to do it or I'm discouraged, I do it because that, that's like my message. So you do it because uh, God says um, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So if he said that that is his, I stand on that. So I will just do it. I'm not somebody who will sit down and watch. I will do it. And because by sitting down, passive waiting, nothing will happen. So I'll go out. Even if I'm afraid, I will go out. So it's like, do it afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I have uh, two manuscripts ready. Um, one is the God of New Beginnings, um, which speaks about God's character. Um, of giving new chances. And I would say God gives a billion new chances, not just one second chance. Mm. Um, It's ready, but I'm editing it and God willing in let's say one month time, it will be published. Uh, I will do the self-publishing. The other book, uh, manuscript, which is also ready is I Can Do It. Um, Like I just said, you can do it, but the title is I Can Do It. And the subtitle is Finding Confidence in Christ. Uh, That one is completely ready, edited. um, It's ready to go out, but I have decided not to to do it through self-publishing, but by a traditional publishing. I know almost everybody has told me, have told me it's difficult or take long way, but I still believe that that is the way for this specific book to do it. Um, so that's what I'm working on. Um, I think it's about three years ago that I wrote The God of New Beginning. And I started with the other book, um, but unfortunately I got um, a spine injury, a severe spine injury, which uh, not only physically disabled me for a very long time, but the medication just knocked me off. I couldn't think, write, read, just completely nothing. Um, So that was a stop on work, writing, actually on everything in my life. Um, God willing, I'm now how I am. So I think it took a year uh, before I continued with it. Um, Then I had my manuscript ready, but I was very insecure because I'd never written anything before. English is my second language, not my first language. Um, I didn't know anything about publishing industry. So I 
one of the things I did is study. I studied a lot about marketing, publishing industry um, to start somewhere. And I had searched for somebody to read my manuscripts. Um, I just needed to know from one person whether what I'm writing makes sense. It took me a while to, to get the right person to do it. Um, it's a good friend. She's a dean uh, um, in the university. And she has gone through it and she called me and she said, Crystal, I, I, I understand what you want to say, but it's not written there. Uh, so I was quite shocked. And she said, it's because of my English. So we've gone through and she just taught me a lot and I, I was able to get big concepts, what she taught me, and I actually rewrote my book into what it is now. Um, though I can speak English, read English, but writing what you think is already difficult, but it is my second language. Um, so I, I really had to overcome that I'm not good enough in English because it's not my first language. So for me, it was a step of overcoming I'm not good enough. Um, but when I was able to write it well, I just realized that she got my message. And that's for me more important than anything else. Maybe my English um, may not be high standards, but it's a message which counts. And I saw when she read it, because she read it aloud, which will help me to, to know whether she understands my message. Uh, she got what I, exactly what I wanted to write. Then obstacles. Uh, audience. Well, your book is there. Uh, who, how do I get it to an audience? Um, yeah. And by studying, I was actually quite overwhelmed with the information because there is so much information on the market. So where do you start uh, with getting it well? Um, I wasn't on social media, nothing at all. So it's one year ago because of the books uh, I had written, I joined Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Um, really from Blanco. I had never been on it, never engaged on it, and I had never wanted to do it. But because of this, I, I started doing it, yeah. And you had to do it, huh? <laughs> I actually started loving social Yes. <laughs> and it's actually true, you, that I started loving uh, using social media because you taught me to bring out my message. Yeah. Wow. That's that. There's so many nuggets in that to Crystal, because I'm thinking about our community, the Christian Authors Network, and we were talking about this before we officially kind of jumped into the interview, that it's been amazing to me how the community has attracted people from all over, like you're in, you're in Ghana, and it's people everywhere, right? So we have, we all have an opportunity to learn and grow about how to communicate with each other. So in your instance, it was, how do I figure out how to take this message that God has given me and be able to translate it into English in a way that's going to resonate. Like, I know what I want to say. I know what God has given me, but how do I make it make sense <laughs> to an English speaking audience? And I would argue, as we've been talking about, that those of us that English is our first language, we've got to be thoughtful about how people that English is not their first language, how are we communicating to them and how are we reaching that audience? So we all have, uh, if we're thinking globally, we all have an opportunity to learn and grow and an opportunity to impact more people, right? If, if we can do what you did, you, you're giving us a great example. If, if we can do what you did and be willing to, to be shocked, to be humbled a little bit, because I, I would imagine that that was a little bit of a humbling experience to realize I thought I was communicating this way. It wasn't coming across. So now I have to go back to the drawing board and continue to work on this and even battle some of the insecurities about um, whether I'm good enough, but you did it. 
which aligns with, with your message, with, with God's hope, you were able to do that. So listening audience, if you're up against this right now, or you're up against something and you don't see how it could come together, know that you can do it, that God is your strength. Um, and if you have the right attitude and you do it afraid, sometimes it's, it's not going to be that you're excited about doing it. <laughs> I, I wish I could tell you that would be the case, but that's not always going to be the case, but, but sometimes you're just going to have to do it afraid and keep moving in that uh, direction. And then learning about uh, the marketing component. I, I find that for many of the authors that I talk to, this part is something that they didn't really know what to do. So I'm thankful to hear that some of the work that we've done uh, in the Christian Authors Network and um, helping you to, to, to see how you could use social media in a way that works for you, not trying to uh, mimic someone else, but in a way that works for you has helped you to move forward. And so the good news is we're almost at a point where one of your books is going to be coming out. And so we'll make sure that our listening audience knows where to find that. And then I love what you shared even about uh, the other book that you want to see traditionally published. Um, it, it is a journey that many people will set will try to deter you from taking, but I love how you've, uh, you've made up in your mind and, and you're holding on, I believe, to what, what you believe God has for you. Um, and that's necessary in this journey too, right? Is sometimes... Um, everyone's not going to see it. Everyone's not going to see what you see, but you as, as an author, as a believer, it's the vision that God has given you. So he did not give it to everyone else. So that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone else is going to get it. But if you can hold on listening audience, if you can hold on to the vision that God has given you and believe God for something that may seem impossible to to others, Scripture reminds us that um, things that seem impossible are possible with God. So hold on to that vision that that God has given you. Well, Krista, you talked a little bit about um, how your partnership with us in the Christian Authors Network helped you to get a, a better handle on social media after not having been on social media at all. I didn't realize that you had on it, uh, that it's fairly new, just in general. Wow, that's a that's a huge feat. So congratulations to you for being willing to take that on. And then through that work, uh, we ran a contest. And because you were so consistent with your social media, uh, you were given an opportunity to join the Christian Authors Network on tour, where we look to connect you with podcast hosts uh, and influencers that can help you get your message out. So I just want to spend just a couple of moments talking a little bit about that. Sometimes, you know, people are listening to this podcast and they're curious about the tour um, and, and what that journey looks like. From your experience, Crystal, how did being a part of the tour and going through the process to get prepared for it, how has it helped you as an author? I think for me, the number one where it has helped me is to very specifically defining my message. Of course, you have not given me my message. God gave me a message. It's in me. But if I would have to say it, I will use a thousand words. Yeah. Because I can talk about it. So um, it has forced me, and you have really greatly helped me to fine tune what I actually do in one sentence. Mm -hmm. um, I have actually, I have ripped on that. I have now, I've changed my website. I've changed my motto. I have actually. The what have come out of it has now become my I will say my motto. 
So the sentence which came out is it's, uh, I help Christian women grow in faith and become confident no matter what life throws at them. Um, you greatly helped me to define that. So uh, it, it's, it's not just a matter of words. Of course, you helped me to make one sentence, but each word of it is a message. So just help me to make my message very compact, carried it out. Um, I have sent it out to several people, and I think that's also something I've learned from you to and learn from it. Yeah. Wow. That is so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. It, it's true. Like sometimes we think, well, I'm just, you know, going to go and, uh, and, and be connected with, with influencers. But in order to be able to do that, we have to understand who it is that you want to reach with your message in order to identify podcast hosts uh, that will be interested in that, that it is an alignment for them because we want this to be a win-win. We want it to be awesome that they're getting a guest that speaks to something that they're passionate about. And we want it to be a win for you um, as the author to be able to get in front of your ideal audience. So if we don't get that sentence clear, if we don't define that, then what we risk is uh, pitching you to the wrong influencer. And then you don't get in front of the audience that you want and or it could be a, a negative experience for the podcast host because they thought they were getting this and they end up getting something completely different. So that one exercise of, of defining, and there's there's other components to it, but that one exercise of defining that one sentence, you're right, it has so many ripple effects. When you get that right, it, it becomes your motto, it becomes your, your key message and how you're showing up into the world. So if you're listening to us and, and you're struggling with that, if you're not sure how to take everything that you do. I love the way you talked about that. It, it's, it is easy when we're passionate about something to go, uh, we could go on for days. I could talk about marketing forever, but, but for our audience, we've got to condense it down. We've got to make it clear and concise and easy for people to grasp. So one of the benefits, if you join us on the tour from this process is that we'll get you your one sentence so that you know how you need to communicate your message. Well, Crystal, it's been great to have you here with us on the show. I want to make sure that our listening audience knows how to connect with you. Uh, Perhaps there's someone that is listening that could use a boost in their confidence or just wants to learn more about how you are serving your audience. So talk to us about how we can get connected with you and what are some of the first steps that our audience can take to get a better feel for how you can help. Um, okay, so um, I, I think I just want to send, say one more thing about the, the counter. So the, the one sentence I, I will call it is my branding. It has become my branding. I know branding is much also about letter type, color, etc. So your visible branding. But I believe as author or as coach, you have a message. So it has become the branding uh, of what I do and how I live. Um, uh, like I just mentioned, I've used it on my website, which is actually simply my name. So www.crystalo.com. Uh, on my website, you'll find blogs. I actually started blogging um, as a marketing strategy for my books, but I have learned, I found it that I love blogging so much that I've actually made it a ministry on itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've invested in it. I'm studying for it. So that has become like another ministry. Uh, so when people are on my website, they can sign up for my newsletter. Um, if In the newsletter, I will share a freebie uh, 30 power declarations which affirm God's word over our life. 
um, in it. I, I, I teach, like I just said, I teach more when I write um, the importance of the word of God and applying it in your daily life to, to live a confident life. Um, I've also started a Facebook group, actually also through, I would say, through your intervention. If without it, I would have not done it. So uh, the Facebook group is only for women. Uh, it's called Become a Christian Woman, um, sorry, Become a Confident Woman in Christ. Uh, so people are free to join um, in the, the Facebook group. I share my message. Um, the power declarations will also be available and there will be more information about the coaching uh, there as well. Um, I and I believe, yeah, so I believe my message also is much that don't give up um, in anything in life, don't give up, give up, and being fruitful costs something, it will cost you time, it will cost you money, it will cost you sleep, you can't say I want to sleep early, this and that, so you have to put in time in whatever you do, and, and just do it, um, so I think last year, summer, there was a, an, a story contest uh, from a tri triumph from strategy, um, which is had to be about real life things which have come out and lessons you've learned. So I decided to join the contest and I wrote about what I explained, uh, my spine injury and how God have transformed me through that period. And I decided to just submit my story. Um, I actually thought I, I wouldn't it was just like a submission and that was it because as in America, I'm not I'm living in a different continent. Uh, it was with all well-experienced writers and authors who have many years of experience, English, the first language, etc. And I could go on, go on. It was my first story I wrote, but I won. So I was very happy, surprised, and very grateful to God. So the reason why I'm sharing this, not to share that I have done it, but to tell indeed others you can do it. Don't ever think you can't do it. You take the step. God put a message in your heart. So take the step, do what you have to do, and, and just do it. Uh, and don't compare yourself with anybody else. It's very easy to compare yourself with somebody else. But uh, I think the two major reasons is, number one, you are unique. So God created you for a reason. So he put a message in you and he made you unique. Number two is somebody else is on a different place in his roots. He's on a different path. Uh, so you cannot compare where that person is compared to yourself. Uh, and I would say believe in yourself. And I don't mean the modern day believe in yourself. Uh, when I say believe in yourself, it's believe in yourself because of how God has created you. Um, like I've said a few times, I, I teach more. Uh, so some people might say I'm too serious. I'm maybe a boring writer. I'm this. I should write more this way. But what I have learned um, is to stick how God has created me. Uh, in the beginning, I found it difficult because I was looking indeed, okay, everybody write this way or that way, but I've learned. Now, my passion is different, um, and I believe that this is the way God wants me to speak and to reach people because the, in the audience, it will be people like me. Um, so I just want to say to, yeah, to everybody that believe in yourself because of what God has put in you, and then just do it. Take the action. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need 
to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.